Hey, you guys, it's Adrian Capricorn Tigress of Astrology, a look inside.com. I have not been, I have not been live in so long. Hold on, you guys. Okay, this is what happened. I gotta be honest. I hit the live button before I was ready. <laughs> I was not, I, had to, I, I didn't even put my Fenty on, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, I was not ready. <laughs> anyway, this is Adrian, also known as Capricorn Tigress of Astrology, a look inside.com. Today is September 20th. Um, it is, we just got over the um, the new moon in Virgo. I was sick. I, I, I wonder if a lot of people were sick. Uh, the new moon in Virgo tends to make illness appear. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now today, the moon is at seven degrees of Sagittarius right now. And that could also be creating some issues because it's square. Um, you know, the moon is now uh, about to make a square to the sun. It is actually square Mercury right now. Um, so I'm not sure how I sound <laughs> uh, with Mercury and the moon square. Um, but that's happening right this moment. And also the sun is exactly opposed Neptune at 26 degrees of Pisces. So you may be feeling that. That is definitely a possibility. Now, Venus and Mars are still sextile. That's very positive. That's good for most of us. Um, and Saturn is at two degrees of Pisces. It's retrograding. And um, also, I'm, I'm hope that goes forward soon because it's going back into my first house and I am so tired of dealing with Saturn in my first house making me look old I'm so tired of it <laughs> so. anyway Uranus is at 22 degrees of Taurus and it's retrograde Neptune's at 26 degrees of Pisces and it's retrograde Pluto is at 27 degrees of Capricorn and it's retrograde Chiron's at 18 degrees of Aries and it's retrograde. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six retrogrades going on right now. And so some of us, myself included, may feel like we're going backwards, like we're just either going extremely slow, like we're traveling through molasses or that we're literally going backwards. And um, that's not a good vibe. You know what I mean? No one wants to feel like you're going backwards. Okay. <laughs> now, sometimes the going backwards is needed because it helps us to go back and do the things that we didn't do the first time. And it's, you know, it's important for us to go back and fix things. And so that happens. But uh, I feel like for some of us, it's just like a repeat, man. It's rinse and repeat. And it is frustrating if you're trying to get ahead and you feel like you're not actually moving forward in your goals at this time because there's so many retrogrades. It's about cleaning up what, what, what happened before instead of what's ahead of you. And um, that is frustrating. Now, this would be a great time to review things, to revise things, to repair things, to renew things, to renegotiate things, to 
you know, all of that. And I get rest and review and renew all of that stuff. You do that, I think you'll you'll come out of the end of all of these retrogrades in a good position. And I think by the first of the year, most of the long-term retrogrades will be over. Um, but uh, yeah, we're dealing with that. You guys, I don't know. Okay, let me be honest. I have been dealing with breathing issues. My daughter had COVID and I don't want to say she gave it to me, but I might have something, I don't know. Anyway, I feel like my breath is not here and I'm not going to stay long. I wanted to come and talk about some things, but with this, go to my podcast. I did do a, a podcast, so maybe there's something there. Also, I want to let you know about my new ebook, The Mandela Effect, which I um, is now available on, I think, the website. PayPal or the website. Anyway, it is available. So, um, yeah, th there's a link up there. Go ahead and uh, visit uh, that link and check out the Mandela Effect Chronicles. And it goes, it's actually a really great book. It's about 200, it is 200 pages. And it goes into all of the different aspects of the Mandela Effect. It is deeper than you guys think, okay? It is way deeper than you think. <laughs> anyway, I really suggest everyone go and check that out. And if you've ever been interested in the, you know, unknown or uh, just unexplained, really, uh, paranormal dimensions, parallel universes, alternative universes, I mean, all of that type of stuff, then you will love the Mandela Effect Chronicles, okay? It's made just for you, okay? Conspiracy theorists, uh, people that believe the Matrix is real, all of that, um, you're going to love the Mandela Effect uh, because it's awesome. Um, the other thing I just wanted to say is, I'm not sure if I did. I tell you what I'll do. This is not it at all what I plan to do because I'm just, my breath is bad. I, I know I'm not going to be able to do like 10 card spreads and stuff like that. Okay. But I wanted to leave some kind of wisdom. I didn't want to just go and I, this is what I'll do. I'll do this for each of the 10 signs. And that way each sign gets its own special message. I'm only, whatever card comes out is what I do. So I'm starting with the sign of Virgo because we're still in Virgo season. And the card that came out, came out says, to be and just to be. Be grateful for being Virgo. Just being alive and well and well is sometimes overlooked. You are here and you matter. Give yourself this grace. You don't have to accomplish anything or become something. Just be who you are right now and thank yourself for that. Be who you are, Virgo, in the moment and celebrate. Gratefulness helps us maintain a positive state of mind. A positive state of mind helps us to reduce stress. Remember that Virgo, a positive state of mind helps to reduce stress, okay? So let's see, I'm gonna just shuffle it really quick because that one came out really quick for Virgo. 
and um, I'll do one more, one more shuffle. How's that? And we'll see what we get for the sign of Libra. What are we telling the sign of Libra? Oh, wow. That is way too many. I, I guess Libra has a big message, but I'm not reading that many. I told you my breath is not that great. Your card just stood out. So this is it. Oh, Libra. How perfect for Libra. It says, write a love letter. So write a love letter to yourself, just like you would do if you were writing a love note to your sweetheart. Be generous with your compliments. See yourself the way your crush would see you. And when you invite love, or when we invite love into our lives, there's no room for fear. Writing a letter of love to yourself will help push away the, any fears or doubts that may be haunting you, Libra. Okay? So write a love letter to yourself, Libra. Remember that. Write a love letter to yourself. I think I've done that once before. It's been a while. So, wow. Scorpio, your card just flew out at me. <laughs> I didn't even really get to do anything. So, Scorpio, well, let me take a sip of tea. That came out so quickly. It says, Scorpio, acknowledge what you do, Scorpio. Acknowledge what you do. How many things do you actually accomplish in a day? Do you even remember all of them? Take a day and be conscious of everything from start to finish. You will be amazed at how many things you actually do. From small to large tasks, take a brief moment to acknowledge every completed task. At the end of the day, thank yourself for what you have accomplished. There may be things that were not completed but there is always tomorrow. Never mind that right now. Be grateful for what you were able to accomplish today. This will add motivation to even more tomorrow, Scorpio. I love that. Acknowledge what you do. Acknowledge what you do. I think sometimes we forget how much we're doing. So when you write that down every day, Scorpio, it'll remind you of how much you really are accomplishing. I think that's a great, great uh, exercise for Scorpio. So let's see what we're going to tell Sagittarius. That came out so quickly for Scorpio. That must be a, a message that Scorpio needs to hear. Meanwhile, Sagittarius is taking its time. There it is. Wow. Wow. Did you hear me shuffle? Did you hear me shuffle? Oh my gosh. Sagittarius, you got the exact same card as Scorpio. So this might be that there are some Sag Scorpio cusp out there, but it says, how many things do you accomplish? Um, acknowledge what you do. How many things do you actually accomplish in a day, Sagittarius? Do you even remember all of them? Take a day and be conscious of everything you start and finish. 
you will be amazed at how many things you actually do from small to large tasks. Take a brief moment to acknowledge every completed task. At the end of the day, thank yourself for what you have accomplished. There may be things that were not completed, but there is always tomorrow. Never mind that right now. Be grateful for what you were able to accomplish today. This will add motivation to even more tomorrow. So apparently Scorpio and Sagittarius have to take a look at what their accomplishments accomplishing and acknowledge what they do. You both have the same card. I think that's so strange. So let's see what we get for this INF Capricorn. If I get the same card, I would absolutely scream because that would be weird and unnatural. You know, two cards came out for Capricorn. So the first card I got for Capricorn is the power of touch. Capricorn touch is a primal desire, a desire for connection. Touch allows us to feel connected to others. The more you are able to physically touch people you love, the more you will feel connected to this world. Hold someone's hand, rub their back, put your arm around them or hug them. This act of physical touch reminds us that we are not alone. If we cannot be, be physical in our touch, then of course we can use our words to gently touch others. Warm words and words of encouragement allow us to touch other people with speech. Positive words help reduce stress like loving physical touch. Just like loving physical touch, so positive words. So here's the second card for Capricorn. It's travel to your peaceful place, Capricorn. You don't have to jump on an airplane to experience that place of personal power and tranquility that leaves you feeling rejuvenated. Instead of a physical vacation, travel to your favorite place, often using visualization. Close your eyes and relax your body. Imagine a place you feel connected to that gives you a sense of peace and or power. Often this is a place in nature that you have enjoyed and may know quite well. It may also be a place you have never physically been to, but would like to go. Rest here for a while and pay attention to each sense. Is the wind blowing your hair? Do you smell sweet grass or the soft, damp earth? What do you see? Pay attention, Capricorn, to these details. As you continue to practice, your place may become more and more vivid. Traveling to your peaceful place can help you to relax your mind and your body. So I thought that was amazing that Capricorn got two cards and that they both really um, point to, I think, just relaxing, like touching, visualization traveling uh just being in a relaxed rejuvenated state and i had said we have so many retrogrades which are the rewords 
relax and rejuvenated are both those words. So that's amazing. So let's see what we're going to tell the sign of Aquarius. I am interested to see. This looks like it wants to come out for Aquarius. And it says, drink some tea, Aquarius. I think that's weird because Aquarius is the water bearer. Drink some tea. Boil the water and sit near the steam, Aquarius. Wow. Think of the flavor of the teas as the water takes its time to boil. When the water is ready, give thanks for the warm pleasure it will provide. While mixing the tea, embrace all the smells and take the scents deep within you, taking pride and pleasure in the task leading up to your reward will expend, extend the experience of satisfaction. Enjoy your tea. That's amazing. I love that Aquarius. So let's see what we're going to tell the sign of Pisces. Just going to shuffle just slightly to see what um, we got for the sign of Pisces. Um, uh, the card came right out. And listen to this, Pisces. So, Pisces, it's practice gratitude. Oh. Hold on, I'm going to take some tea here. It says, spend time throughout the day thinking or writing down the things that you are thankful for, Pisces. Such as the morning sun, warm oats and fruit, the flowers smiling back at you on your morning walk, a job to support your lifestyle, or whatever it might be. Noticing these little things and practicing gratitude is the first step to programming your mind to focus on the positive while releasing the negative. Eventually, there will be fewer and fewer of these negative thoughts and less stress. Instead of, I don't think I can handle another day of this traffic, you might instead think this commute provides me with the time to listen to my favorite podcast. This might, this bright new outlook can bring positive changes throughout the many aspects of your life. So that was great. Practice gratitude, Pisces. Practice gratitude. So let's see what we're going to tell the sign of Aries. What cards? will we get for the sign of Aries? And I'm just looking really for one or two cards max, really. Um, that was too many. A bunch of cards came over, but that turned over. And I think this is the card because it says self-love. And Aries is known for being about the self. So this says self-love affirmations. Practice positive affirmations about yourself throughout your day, such as um, let's see here, such as, why, why am I lost here? Hold on for a second, you guys. I totally just got lost. Oh, here we go. I was like completely lost for a second. Okay, so practice um, positive affirmations such as, I am amazing. I am strong. I am healthy. I bake a great cake. Or I need, I made someone smile today. Write these down somewhere that you can see them to remind yourself of your positive attributes. I'm going to 
close this one out here. And thoughts. Self-love affirmations can be a powerful emotional healing tool because they can transform a negative self-image into a positive self-image. Self-love affirmations can help you increase your sense of power, reduce stress, and experience personal fulfillment. So self-love affirmations, Aries, self-love affirmations, okay? So let's see what we're going to tell the sign of Taurus. Let me just shuffle one more time. Let's see what we're going to tell the sign of Taurus. Oh, that popped right out of my hand. This is water your body. This exercise is about acknowledging all the parts of your body, Taurus. Take a moment and relax into all the parts of your body. What does your face feel like? How does your toes feel? What about your belly button? Search and seek out all the messages that all the parts of your body have to tell you. Doing this exercise is like watering a garden. Each part of the garden needs to be acknowledged and nourished. Allowing all the parts of your body to, to uh, tell you how they feel is a way you can acknowledge and nourish your body one part at a time. So that's great. That's actually great. So let's see what we're going to tell the sign of um, uh, Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. And nobody mess with me today. I just, this is the old look I got. This is my look today. So Gemini, this is name your emotions. And I love that that's for Gemini. Why? Because Geminis are always thinking. They're not in their emotions and they need to get more in touch with them. So this is when we are passionate about an issue. We can become immersed in feeling that a feeling that we don't quite understand. Feeling we don't, you know, we don't quite understand it. We learn to name our emotions. So learn to do that. This will help you to understand what you are feeling. Getting to know what is driving you will allow you to connect with what you stand for. Instead of letting your passion and emotions take over your actions and thoughts, name your emotions so that you will have more awareness of why you are feeling or acting a certain way. And Gemini, that is such a great message for Gemini to name your emotions because I'm thinking about Trump and, um, you know, he just comes out uh, saying yelling almost daily. And I think it's just he's emotional, but he's got to name those emotions. I think that'll help a great deal. I got two cards for cancer, too. Isn't that funny? Um, I had two cards for Capricorn and now I got two cards for cancer. So strange. So the first card for cancer is the future self. Cancer, imagine an aged version of yourself, like me with this gray hair on today. Imagine an aged version of yourself, not five years older, not 10 years older, but a version of you that is satisfied with a long life lived. 
have a conversation with this wise old version of yourself, what advice would you get? Build a relationship and get to know this version of you for eight minutes. So get an egg timer if you have one. I tend to keep an egg timer nearby. I do. I keep an egg timer nearby. But get an egg timer, eight minutes. Um, that relationship so that you can get to know each other. You get to know yourself, your future self. You may find that what is bothering you in the present has little or no significance at all. Funny how we can turn a stressful situation into nothing at all. So, okay, the next, the second one is crack a routine. Crack a routine, okay? Crack, crack a routine. I just want to show off my earrings here. There we go. Crack a routine, cancer. We are, um, we are, see, I felt that. Excuse me, you, you guys. This is why I did that, but I guess it was coming off and um, I didn't get it in time. Sorry. Give me a second. Real life steps in sometimes, okay? Okay, so um, crack a routine, okay? We are like established routes that are routes, you know, like a, a bus route that we're familiar and efficient. Um, the problem is when we get caught up in the same cycle. We reduce our ability to bring new things into our lives. And things that we can learn from. It could be something as simple as how to make breakfast or get ready for work. If you want to take up a, a, a take it up a notch, try talking to people whom you rarely engage with. See if you can cultivate a new relationship. Changing a routine can help bring new wonders into your lives and help us integrate new perspectives that allow us to learn and grow. So crack a routine. That means break your routine, whatever you've been doing day after day after day. They're saying stop doing that. <laughs> Even if just for a day, stop doing it so you can fix things, okay? So let's see what we're gonna tell the sign of Leo. And I just realized Leo is the last last sign. We've, we've actually just finished this. And this is why I did it this way. So I can go quickly because like I said, my air, you know. But I hope that you guys have gotten something out of this because these are great messages. They make you think and they always give us some type of, you know, activity or something. So listen to this one. Okay, this is for Leo. This is lower abdomen breathing, lower abdomen breathing, okay? So your, your datien, maybe, that's what they call it, the datien. Um, we tend to breathe with our lungs and our chest. This way of breathing doesn't allow a full breath of air into our bodies, though. So put your hand on your chest and breathe with your lungs. Now put your hand on your lower abdomen and breathe with your diaphragm. Do you notice the difference? Breathe with your diaphragm for eight minutes. If you feel any tightness, relax into each breath 
deep breathing relaxes the body and increases the oxygen and it relax, relax, relaxes the mind. Another good way of doing this, if you are a singer and you're used to using your diaphragm when you're singing, sing for eight minutes using your diaphragm. I, I just thought about that. Because I remember when I was in choir as a young person, that was one of the things that they taught us was how to sing with our diaphragm versus singing with our throat or singing with our chest, which many people tend to do. So I hope this was um, interesting and helpful and that it gave you guys something to think about this week. I'll be back Saturday with some more information. Just noticing my nose is looking kind of bubbly today, but um, I've been eating well. <laughs> I've been eating well. I had tater tots last night for dinner. Anyway, you guys, much love. Thank you so much for your support. I hope you got some kind of something out of that message right there. And like I said, I'll be back Saturday. Um, you might actually physically see me again. I usually use my avatar, but I like to shock you guys sometimes and actually show up. And <laughs> like, oh my gosh, where's Waldo? There's Waldo. There she is. Anyway, much love to you guys. Many blessings, much love. And hey, I, what's our next our next uh, full moon? Let me let me let me let me just say that. Hold on for a second. So we've got the full moon on uh, October 28th, the harvest moon. Oh, that's the corn harvest moon. Wait, wait, that's this month. That's September 28th. We got the corn harvest moon. Okay, let me tell you what's happening with the corn, the corn harvest moon. Harvest moon. Okay, let me let me get this. Okay, so we've got the harvest moon in Pisces. It's coming up on the 29th. That's nine days from now. But this zodiac sign invites questioning and analysis, according to astrologers. So it can serve as a symbol uh, to slow down, appreciate where you're at, and to ask for what you want in the future. And I could have swore we had another uh, Pisces moon. So that could be why this is the harvest moon. It carries an energy of endings because it's the harvest, right? We're at the harvest. Wait a minute. I just realized something. Give me a second. Let me make sure. I thought we had our full moon in um, our harvest moon, right? We had this earlier. Hold on. Give me a second. Yeah, it is. It's the harvest moon. It's Thursday, September 28th. But it reaches its peak illumination at 4.58 on Friday, September 29th. And um, I'm just trying to get a degree here because I like to do that. But um, one second. You guys, I usually do my research before, you know, I like to do my research before, but I realized that we were really, uh, we're, we're moving toward a full moon. 
And I, I would like to give you the details because the, the beauty of the full moon is these nine days that are leading up to it, <laughs> right? So we don't want to miss these nine days that are leading up to this full moon. Um, yeah, we don't want to miss that. This is important. Um, I'm looking for the degree. It is not giving me the degree, which that is so important to me. Uh, let's see here. It's really giving me some trouble here. Wait a minute. Oh, that's Venus. Wait a minute. Give me a second. Um, no, no, no. Um, See, this is why I do my my investigations beforehand, because I this is not telling me what I want to know, and sometimes you got to really do your own investigation. But you know what this this is? It looks like a lunar eclipse. So we have the solar now. We have the lunar. Give me a second. A super moon. I'm so upset right now. I still ain't seen a degree. <laughs> it's not telling me nothing. Okay. And to me, that's what I want to know. If I, I want to know where the darn degree is. is really frustrating i mean i'm trying not to be overly frustrated right now but um i hate it when it does this like i'm i feel like i've got to go searching so far and i'm not getting the information i'm looking for now i you know this really bothers me okay wait a minute here we go I had to go to astrology king because sadly i don't know what's going on you people if you're not going to put the degrees why even we don't care okay i'm just saying <laughs> put the degrees on everything we we want to know tell us something don't put the darn degrees anyway is this oh this is this okay oh, because this is saying that this moon at 20 on on the uh 29th of September is not in Pisces. It says the full moon, September 2023, September 29th at 557. It happens at six degrees of Aries. So it's not in Pisces. It's in Aries. Thank gosh. Thank you, Astrology King. Shout out to Astrology King. Doing your job. Thank you. Because I can't trust anybody else out here. Um, they'll tell you anything and they don't know what they're talking about. So, um, yeah, so 
Some, the, the other one said it was Pisces. It's Aries. Six degrees of Aries. We're going to have a full moon in Aries. Okay. That means on September. Because it's September 29th. It's, the, the sun is going to be in Libra, not Virgo. So I knew there was a problem with it saying uh, Pisces. So full moon in Aries at six degrees on the 29th of September at 5.57. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys. It took me like 10 minutes to just get to the degrees. And why? Why do I think degrees are important? Well, it helps you to figure out where the aspects are occurring in your own horoscope chart. And if you don't know where the aspects are, how can you prepare for them? So, I mean, six degrees of Aries, I know is going to be in my solar, uh, my third, no, it's in my second house still. Oh, I hope I don't bounce again. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be more positive. This means I'm going to sell lots of stuff and make money. Uh, uh, I, I believe, I believe. Anyway, I'm out of here, you guys. I'm going to take this old lady hair. I, I just wanted to give it a shot and see how I look with this, this, you know, with the gray. I, I, it's okay. All right. It's been fun. Much love to you guys. Many blessings and good luck uh, with that full moon in Aries. I'll be back hopefully Saturday and we'll talk about it again. Okay. All right. Bye.